All around the world we're telling stories All around the world we're saying once upon a time Hi campers! My name is Dana and I am the Education Director for Sparkler Learning. Welcome to camp. For the first week of camp, we are going to hear a story that comes from the Cherokee people right here in North America. You know, some scientists believe that the Cherokee people were living in the mountains of what is now known as North Carolina as early as 10,000 BC. And the story that you're about to hear might be just as ancient. Colan Studi, who is an enrolled member of the Cherokee Nation and an actor, is here to tell us the story, and it's called The First Fire. Are you ready? Let's listen. Osio. My name is Kalan Studi, and I'm an actor and storyteller in Los Angeles. I was born and raised in Santa Fe, New Mexico, and I'm an enrolled member of the Cherokee Nation. And today, I will be telling you the story of the first fire. So, once upon a time, or as we like to say, Sawewa, a long time ago, at the beginning of everything, there was no fire and the world was cold. The animals were cold and couldn't see at night, so they prayed to the Creator to send them something that would keep them warm. Creator talked to the Thunder Boys, who also lived in the sky, and the Thunder Boys agreed to help, and sent a bolt of lightning and hit a hollow sycamore tree on an island. The sycamore tree glowed with an orange and yellow light and sent smoke up into the sky. This was the first fire on the earth. The animals saw the smoke and knew that the fire was there, but they couldn't reach it because of the water surrounding the island. So, they held a council to decide which of them was strong and brave and worthy enough to go get the fire that Creator had sent them. Now in this time, Raven was large and strong and covered in colorful feathers. He offered to be the first to go. So, Raven flew high and far across the water and landed on the top of the hollow sycamore tree. As he perched and wondered what to do next, a gust of wind blew embers from the fire and onto his body. He looked at himself and saw that the heat from the fire was scorching his feathers and turning them black. Raven was so frightened that he flew back across the water without any fire. The next animal to go and try was Owl, who was also big and strong. So he flew over the water and landed on top of the sycamore tree. But then a blast of hot air came up and hurt Owl's eyes. Owl was frightened and left without any fire. He flew back over the water as best he could because he could hardly see. And that is why the owl's eyes are big and red to this day. Now the other birds were too scared to go near the fire. So Racer Snake offered to go next. The racer snake swam quickly through the water and darted through the grass. But the fire and smoke were dreadful, and a hot ember blew from the fire and rolled along his skin, burning his skin and turning it black. The racer snake got away from the fire and swam back to the others as quick as he could. The animals held another council, trying to decide which of them was strong and brave enough to bring the fire back to them. And while they argued, they heard a small voice out of nowhere say, Send me! I can go get the fire! The animals were confused and looked down at the ground to see little spider. <laughs> the animals laughed at the idea that the little spider would be strong enough to retrieve the fire. But 
Spider was sure of herself, so they let her go. Spider spun her web into a tiny bowl and placed it onto her back. Then she glided across the water, climbed up the sycamore tree, and took a hot ember from the fire and placed it in her bowl on her back. The ember was hot, and the bowl on her back glowed as the, red spy as the spider glided across the water. The ember started to burn her back as she raced back to the other animals, but she made it back safely and presented everyone with the first fire on Earth. The spider was a hero, and she still carries that red mark on her back to this day. Thank you so much for sharing that story with us, Kalan. And now it's time for you to get busy with some activities inspired by the story. I hope you'll join us again next week to find out what else happened once upon a time. This episode of Once Upon a Time at Camp Sparkler was produced by Sparkler Learning as a part of Camp Sparkler 2023. Thank you to this week's storyteller, Kolan Studi, and thank you to Benjamin Weiner, who wrote and performed this song, Once Upon a Time, for Camp Sparkler. To learn more about Sparkler, or if you have a child five and under, and you want to play and learn along with us this summer, just visit our website, playsparkler.org forward slash Camp Sparkler 23.